You're listening to the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM coming to you from the very top of Burnaby Mountain at the SSU Burnaby campus. Of course, we are doing this show from home as we have been for the last few months. Um, we do want to make sure that we're saying that we're broadcasting from the unceded ancestral territory of the Squamish, the Musqueam, the Coquitlam, and Tulalip with two. Uh, and you can find this show at cgsf.ca on SoundCloud. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Um, and you can find us at Twitter, or Facebook, and Instagram at Van Mixtape. I'm Jamie. I'm Jesse. And uh, we got a, we got an absolute treat for you today. Do we ever? Uh, we were joined by Robert, who's also known as Lucid. Uh, to talk about his new track, We, and his album from last year, Unfulfilled, and some upcoming releases that he's working on and hoping to get out before Christmas, uh, which is the death of all music that is not Christmas music, of course. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think after the interview, we'll probably play some songs and stuff too, but uh, I this was a really great chat with Robert. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was nice to have him on the show for sure. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, you'll hear us. Well, maybe just me. Jamie's going to go do some other stuff, but you'll hear me afterwards uh, to sort of play some music to get us through the the second half hour of the show. But uh, well, I guess before we get into the interview, we can just kick it off with uh, a lucid song from his 2019 album Unfulfilled. This is morphine. On the cusp of a brand new trip Trying to figure out life And the basics tell them what it do Trick like I'm from the Wait Nairobi raised me When they ask who's he Everybody say he got the morphine Celebration For me to you but I'm the one who's gifted on God, feeling like I ain't lived. On God, feeling like an infant. I accept challenge. No black beetle, no ALS. Don't mean no disrespect. Get past screens, it don't matter if you lean. I'ma steal it from your team. I'ma walk it like I talk it. Suck on my d- cause I won't pull out. She love and she hate that I'm nonchalant. You got a problem, better walk it off. Nobody give a damn if you pouting honestly. Nairobi raised me, hands up when they ask who's he, oh god, everybody say he got the morphine, yeah I got the morphine, drip 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 drip, say he got the morphine, drip 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 drip, yeah I got the morphine, drip 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 drip, say he got the morphine, drip 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 drip, yeah I got the, yeah I got the morphine, when they ask, say he got the morphine, drip 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 drip, yeah I got the morphine, drip 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 Say he got the morphine, drip, 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 drip. Yeah, I got the, I got the morphine, drip, and you on OD. You'll be back, you'll be back like a fiend. You got a cop to release these bars I kept under lock and key. With time, had to realize if it matters to the heart, you'll bleed from the jump. You'll see it's a formality, sacrifice to be free. Good referee, you gotta stay on both feet. Walked in the like I'm ballin' out With all my fears and a lot of doubt Angel of the Lord said you got it now I don't give a damn, I'ma beat the odds I mean, my 
everybody say he got the morphine. What's going on? You, looks like you're in your studio right now. Uh, yeah, just um, planning on releasing a, like another song right before, hopefully before Christmas. Nice. Um, yeah, if not, I'll just wait till January because I don't. I think once December hits, um, everyone's just gonna be listening to Christmas songs. Yeah, unless it's a Christmas song you're releasing, it's not gonna get a ton of ton of ears, I guess. But yeah, that's why I'm here today. I'm just like trying to get that song done. Nice. Well, you just released a brand new single too, just the other day, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. Nineteenth. Nineteenth of October. So, like, pretty, pretty recently. I how's the how's the reception been for for UEU? I, I've listened to it a bunch since it's been released, and it's a, a like an absolute banger. So, <laughs> congrats on that. Thank you. Um, uh, it's been, I think people liked the promo part of it more than the song, because I don't think many people have heard the song uh, as of yet, but I'm hoping that changes with time. Yeah, it's just wild to me, because like, like Jamie said, it's a, it's a freaking banger. It's so good. And I mean, like, to, to be honest, like, every song I've heard that you've put out is really, really good. And it seems like, you, you know, you're, you're writing these great songs and the social media stuff, like, like the, the planning of the party for the release and the, the whole lead up was also great. So I feel like it's only a matter of time before people are all over this. Oh man, I hope so. Yeah. And it's one of those things like you go back and you listen to, you know, after you've listened to, to Uwe, if you go back and, and listen to Unfulfilled, it's also all great, so I feel like there's a real a real ramp for people to to get into Lucid. Yeah, I'm just so, like my whole plan is just to keep I keep putting out content, and then at least like there's stuff for people to listen to, even if they find totally. out like, a lot later. It seems to be uh, like that's almost the new method to it, right? Like. A lot of artists, especially a lot of artists that have been gaining traction in Vancouver for la over the last couple of years, have just been like starting to release content and then 
getting that, that snowball rolling down the mountain, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, and just like there's content there and then suddenly a song or two just like hit and then people go back and then they start like reinvestigating that the catalog that you've um, that you've released already and it seems like you've really sown the seeds of, of quality like you released an album at the end of last year at least on Spotify and frankly like the album is better than a lot of other things that was released last year and has been released so far this year um, what do you think that what do you think the the thing is that you've got to do to to push that over and like get the, get the hype that you very much deserve um i think it's just uh like trying to do the same not the same but like being willing to do the promo like i did with ui for example with unfulfilled like once i finished it i think i put it out in a week like i didn't I didn't do the whole promo stuff. Nothing it was just, okay, this is done. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. So I think, um, like, moving forward, I'm going to try and do, like, the promo thing and just see where that takes me but not get too into that and forget about working on the craft. Yeah, I think it really is, like, you, you have to balance, like you're saying, like, the craft and continuing to put out good stuff and also promoting yourself so that you get fresh eyes all the time because like no matter how good you are and how good the music you're making is like there's still an element of of luck in terms of like people seeing it and deciding to click through right or like the right person seeing it and sharing it with the right person so just giving yourself sort of as many chances as possible i think is yeah what's your what's your take on um like do you do you enjoy doing the promo side of things or are you the kind of guy that would rather be just like in the studio making music and then releasing it? I'd rather be in the studio just making music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't like. I like the promo part when you're putting together the creative elements. Like, okay, we're gonna take these type of pictures. We're gonna do this. I like yeah. that. But then you start. Like, when you get too into it, it's like, okay, what time are you supposed to post? Like, all that type yeah. of stuff. And I just, uh, yeah, I'm not with that. It's tough to be that versatile, but it's it's one of the things that, especially as an independent artist, is, like, more and more demanded of you, is that, like, you have to be able to do these things that aren't necessarily in, like, the traditional musician skill set or whatever. And, and I mean, like definitely in not to be all like we live in a society but like we live in a society that's like very social media driven and like if you you could be putting out the absolute best music but like if you don't have incredible photos on top of like a, a charming web presence then it takes a little bit longer for people to hit on that um, not to say that you don't because you certainly do but it's just like, it, it's very much a requirement of having any bit of success now, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because like, like Jesse just said, like you just end up having to learn more things that you have to do as an artist that you didn't have to do before. Uh, but yeah, I think trying to figure it out is fun, but I can't lie. I would rather, yeah, I would rather just <laughs> make music all day. I think also that like right now with COVID and not being able to like 
play shows, for example, like we've been through the first however many minutes of this interview talking about promoting your album and promoting your music. And we haven't even mentioned like playing shows or touring or whatever. So that's another huge shift in the way that you have to go about presenting your music and like getting it to people. Right. Yeah. Especially like, cause I haven't done a lot of, what do you call it? A lot of like shows, but then before all of this happened, like I was just starting to do shows and I was trying to understand like what type of songs hit. Mm-hmm. And, like in terms Such a key of- part of the show of songwriting is like testing out new songs with an audience. Right. Yeah, because like, like you put out the material and you're like, okay, this one works. Or like, this one's a bit too slow. So I was just trying to understand that. And then, yeah, like COVID hit, which low-key hasn't been bad in terms of working on stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just being like by yourself and just just working and working and working out. Yeah, it sort of promotes a certain sort of focus or at least a certain level of staying wherever you can do the things you like to do instead of having to worry about planning shows or plans with friends or that whole <laughs> other side of human life. If we can imagine for a second a world where we didn't necessarily have COVID and you were able to really continue to start playing more shows and like really evaluate how people were responding to your music. Um, are you the kind of, are you the kind of guy that will, bring that feedback uh, back into the studio? Like, will you rework old, old old songs based on how they work in a live setting? Or do you just move past that and move it, move that feedback into how you produce new songs? I don't know. Um, that's actually funny thing that you mentioned that. Like, right before I put out Ui, I think I've been, I've been sitting on it for, like, a year. Yeah, because I think you played it at the CJSF Studio Six session that we did, and that was almost a year ago at this point, right? Yeah, and like I just had that. It was the song that I had to start off like uh, gigs, just to because I knew that my unfulfilled stuff was a bit slow in tempo, so I just wanted to start off with a bang and then mm-hmm. have everything become a bit more intimate. Uh, so while performing that song, I started seeing like different reactions of how people were taking it. And then finally I started reworking the song and trying to make it like, instead of just an opener, just make it like a full on single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually I, yeah, I take the feedback and I rework it. Well, and I think you can hear that in Ui cause there's some sort of like, almost like call and response bits where there's like clearly maybe not like full on pauses, but it seems like there's like moments where you might be waiting for audience feedback in the song or like some sort of like correspondence going on. Yeah. Like just, like it would be fun to perform. I think every artist has that feeling like to just perform a song and have everyone like sing a certain section. Totally. So that song was like the main, like the chorus was all about that. It was just, okay, let's have a sec. Let's not make it too busy so that other people can also join in. You mentioned that you felt that your unfulfilled record is a little sort of like lower key, whereas Ui sort of starts off with a bang. You've turned it into a full single. Like, does that represent a, a change in your overall approach to how you're writing songs, or is that just like how this batch has turned out? 
Um, I think it's just it, like where my mind was at while I'm writing these songs. When I was writing Unfulfilled, it was more, it was very bedroom studio. Mm-hmm. Much hasn't changed, but like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the studio is bigger than your bedroom now, right? Yeah. That's about, that's like the only difference, but it was more, it was just like me with a bunch of weird sounds trying to figure it out. And then the build up to Ui was like, I just started playing piano. So it's like, okay, I'm starting to learn more about like chords, how things work. So now it's just, I think it was mostly just me wanting to make something that wasn't unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. So it just became super energetic type of song. That kind of takes me to a, and maybe we can go back um, to this train of thinking in a sec, but um, what about like prior to Unfulfilled? Like what, what was your musical output uh, prior to that record? Oh yeah, those, um, uh, before that I was mostly, because I never planned to do the whole artist thing. I just like producing. That was like the main uh, focus. And then I had a friend who was like, oh, okay, you should rap or you should sing. And I was like, no, but I'm supposed to be producing you. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to work. And then I released a few stuff on SoundCloud because I just, I, I wasn't ready for Spotify at that moment. I was just trying to figure out what I sound like out of speakers. So I was just putting out stuff on SoundCloud. You can sit in a studio and you can listen to stuff, play back through monitors and uh, see the waveforms in your software. But it's weird that it, like a song doesn't feel, it doesn't feel real until you, you're listening to it through like Spotify or, or SoundCloud or Bandcamp. What was the moment that made those people that you were producing say like, hey man, like you gotta go, you gotta do yourself as well. Like you need to take this beyond the producer role. I think it was two years ago and we went for a studio session and it was my first, it was like a big, like it was an actual studio. So I was like super hyped and I was just gonna bring laptop, plug it into the system and then record. And then the, like the rapper was, he was doing his lyrics and then there was a section that wasn't fitting. And I just, like I wrote something down real quick and then I passed it to him. I was like, try this. And then it worked. And then two weeks passed and he's like, you should start rapping. So that's just how it happened. Yeah. And I guess that's pretty good evidence of like your ability to do it. If you can be sitting, sitting there and then come up with lyrics, right? Like, might as well try. I guess writing rap and actually rapping are different, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, you can be a good writer of lyrics, but then bringing out the feel or the emotion of a song is a whole different, like, uh, ball game. Totally. Yeah, so I really want, like, I pushed against that idea for like quite some time and then I just did it as okay fine I'll do it just to keep you to have you guys stop asking and then <laughs> and then it just turned into next thing I know I'm putting out songs that's just, yeah have you done anything to try to like improve your rapping like have have you was there a point 
along that path where you felt like you had to like work on it or, and if so, like how, how does that happen? Oh, for sure. Um, mostly through listening. You just listen to all the stuff. Like you go back cause you can listen to, uh, someone told me something recently. It's like, you can't build your house without the foundation. Mm-hmm. So I was listening obviously to like the newer stuff, things that I grew up with. And then it's like, no, just go, back and then ended up listening to like Nas, Jay-Z, um, Wu-Tang, ODB, just to figure out different ways to flow and to manipulate time while you're at. Right. Because like the, all the flows that you hear today are all evolutions of, or built upon older music that they grew up listening and hearing to. And so it's easier to go back and start closer to the beginning anyway, I guess. Exactly. Like you can, uh, you can listen to like, people who rap faster. For example, let's say like a Kendrick. Like if you only listen to Kendrick, you think that's like it's insane, which yeah. is amazing. But then there's obviously people before that you got that style from. Yeah, and then you end up listening to Andre 3000. Jay-Z at one point had this thing where he used to like rapping fast. Yeah. And work out as much as his new stuff, but like you start understanding, okay, this is where it came from. And then you try and use it to your advantage. Are there, are there anybody uh, that you're listening to now that you would cite as a, as a direct influence to, to your music? I know you've, you mentioned a couple of guys that you were using to kind of guide your evolution, but when you're looking at, at like your latest singles and even the ones that you're gearing up to hopefully release, in December, like, are you, are you still citing those older influences or do you start looking towards other places as well? Yeah, I'm trying to go, I'm either going really backwards, very modern. For example, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Bruno Mars just because I like that synth poppy, like retro style. Yeah, I can see that in UI for sure. And then, um, I'd go back and listen to James Brown just to get the idea of groove. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm really, I'm loving this song called All of My Love by Charlie Wilson and Smokey Robinson. That like just came out and I'm like, okay, I have to, I have to try and copy this <laughs> basically. Cause that song, it's like, it's two old guys, but it doesn't sound old. It still has a fresh feel. Yeah. But you can tell they're just like they're using things that they've done before as a fresh feel. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask about influences and and the idea of like consciously drawing from an influence as opposed to like just having them influence you by osmosis. And it sounds like you're sort of consciously picking things that you you want to to understand or not not copy but like emulate or or channel in that way. Yeah, I'm trying to, I think like copy is a good word because you can't, it's very hard to get it to sound exactly the same. Totally. Yeah. So like you just try and like you can try as best as you can, but it's going to end up sounding like you somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm just trying to figure out the blueprints. Well, that's a good way to like, teach yourself songwriting too, right? Like if you're looking at other songs that you like, 
and how they're built. Uh, and if you can strip away to sort of see the structure of it and that, then that can be really useful. Exactly. Is collaboration something that is important to you for your own music? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like thus far I've been collaborated with a lot of people in terms of the songwriting aspect, but mostly mixing, like when, like having other people mix the stuff. But I would, like I'd love to start collaborating as much as possible. Is, is there any, like, uh, locally, is there, is there anybody, or maybe, uh, maybe because everyone is virtual now and it's easy to, like, swap files back and forth to anyone, who, who do you, like, have your eye, like, who's your ideal person to collaborate right now? Whether, like, they're, they're just amongst your peers, somebody that you've seen locally, or, like, even dream big, pie in the sky, dream collaborator. Um, locally, I heard a Manila Gray record. I was like, this guy's pretty, like, they're pretty solid. Totally. Also, um, dude called Boslin, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, he's also like pretty good. And Sam Cave for something that like sounds a lot different from what I'd usually do. Um, yeah, I'd like to collaborate with him. And then if I was to like go out there, like dream collaboration, oof, probably Bruno Mars at the moment. I just like his sound. That's also a one-way ticket to, to stardom. You get a collaboration with Bruno Mars. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and he's definitely one of those artists that um, his trajectory has been really interesting as well. Like it seems like he was already a bonafide superstar when his first, like his first big singles came out, but he seemed to have transformed that into something uniquely his own at this point. Not a bad person to want to connect yourself to, right? Yeah, for sure. So you said you have a, you're working on getting a single out before Christmas, hopefully. What can you tell us about that? So the song is called a lot of working titles, but right now it's uh, Love It When You Write. And it's slower R&B type of song. Uh, modern R&B, like more like trap soul. Trying to get it out, hopefully like, like right before December. Nice. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to that because as I said, everything you've put out so far, I have listened to and wanted to listen to again immediately. Definitely can't wait for that. Do you have any other big plans on the horizon? Uh, I'm, I might be producing a few other artists. Nice. Who might like they'll end up releasing next year, hopefully by summer. Yeah, to just have like an extension. Yeah, is that something you're keen on continuing to do? Is like producing for for other folks? I oh, yeah, for sure. I love like, I love producing. I think that's where I'm most comfortable so I just like that would be if if someone could ask me like give up like which one would you pick it would probably be production I just pick that and then do that all the time well I think we're both grateful that uh, that choice that uh, what's the reference I'm trying to make the not Rosemary's Baby Sophie's Choice the, the Sophie's Choice 
doesn't actually exist for you and that you can continue to do both. Because um, it, it's been an absolute treat, like, having having your music enter the the Vancouver music zeitgeist, so to speak. Um, it's been it's been really refresh like a really refreshing addition. It's something that I keep going back to over the last few years. It's just been like a, a reemergence and reprioritization of pop music in DIY spaces. Um, so it's really great to see that people are creating like high quality, uh, flashy stuff, but like are still doing it at a at a localized level. So. Please continue doing what you're doing, and we are like really looking forward to the new singles. I oh, appreciate. It. Thank you. Anything well, else you anybody, want the world to know? Um, go check out Uri. It's out now on all platforms. Oh yeah, we'll give it a spin right after this interview too. So don't even need to go far, but go give it a stream there too, so you can get your whatever fractions of cents you get for each stream. <laughs> yeah, like um, I think it's. Yeah, There's like four or five zeros, or after the after the zero. I know that, or after the decimal. <laughs> well, I, is there? Where can the people find you online? They find you on Spotify. You're also on Instagram. Where else? Spotify, Instagram, Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, that's about it. TikTok coming soon. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Well, stay tuned for all the sweet dance vids. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, thank you guys like, for having me. Oh, Robert, thank you so much for coming on. This was a ton of yeah, fun. Yeah, absolute treat. Thank you so much, and congrats on the new single. Thank you. Take my time, amp it up, lock the doors on me, got the keys in me, Apollonian, Dionysian, my feelings. Sit back, press play, get that rhythm in your system I talk and bag my shit Who else got hops like this? Who else can make it look easy? Bounce to the left, that's it Bounce to the right, now switch Keep on dancing, I give you the flow Dancing, I give you the flow Take my time, that's how I 
Don't stop it, keep it moving, rock it. Don't stop it, keep it grooving, rock it. Don't stop it, keep it moving, rock it. Don't stop it, keep it grooving, down on the dumps. Get that middle fingers up. Stick it to the man like we in the 70s. Rocking all these colors like I'm from the 80s. Hey, welcome back to the Vancouver Mixtape here on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby. Ooey by Lucid. You just heard that track. And then, of course, our interview with Robert, also known as Lucid, talking about all sorts of stuff, his musical process, uh, learning how to rap better, all sorts of stuff. Anyway, yeah, you can find out more about Lucid on the internet. The best way is to go to the Instagram page, which is LU underscore 6D Lucid. Or you can go to Linktree slash Lucid, the same way, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-U 6D. Or you can look up L-U 6D Lucid on uh, your favorite streaming platform. And stay tuned here for more of Lucid's music. Now... For the second half of the show, it's all music. This is Lewis Rain's Adult Swim. Just your evil fantasy Am I just your evil fantasy? 
something that is real It shouldn't be this complicated to love in return And every time I slip away, man, I feel the burn I lost myself in holding on to something that we're fighting for Time I found someone who adore me Cause you say that you are me Someplace that you could never find, yeah I can guarantee you'll be the world to me Well, I just wanna know if you'll agree to be All mine, if you don't, well, alright You could be my sunrise and my morning sunlight We could hang out all night under the moon and starlight You'd be the best part of my life The one and only highlight I don't want a better thing I just want you everything Just stop Let me tell you how my love is going forward Non-stop Non-stop thinking Now your eyes got me sinking I confess And when you smile You make me feel like I've turned into a mess Yeah I feel helpless when you hold me when you are here, I don't feel lonely I'm just a fool for your loving Just for you, just for you, yeah We could get away without an alibi, yeah We could go someplace that you could never find, yeah I can guarantee you'll be the world to me Well I just wanna know if you'll agree to be All mine, if you don't, well alright You could be my sunrise and my morning sunlight We could hang out all night under the moon and starlight You'd be the best part of my life, the one and only highlight All mine, if you don't, well alright You could be my sunrise and my morning sunlight We could hang out all night Under the moon and starlight You'd be the best part of my life The one and only highlight One and only highlight One and only highlight Whoa, whoa Welcome back to the Vancouver Mixtape. That was Ben Dadoon with a track called All Mine. Some nice smooth R&B. And before that was Rebound by Shade Awele off of her new record, Time Love Journey. It's out now on SoundCloud and all the places. And now let's uh, let's go in sort of a, a rockier direction. This is Blue Youth with their track, Jonathan Taylor Thomas.
Camino a Tu Casa by Mungwa, featuring CJSFer Nick Legacy. You can listen to his show Wandering Rhythms on Monday afternoons. Before that, we had a bit of an indie pop-punk turn from producer Lentra called Upside Down. And kicking that set off was the 80s revival, super synth, punk rock, new wave, Blue Youth. That's Y-U with an umlaut T-H with a track Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And now for the last bit of the show, uh, we're going to turn to Formula V, who is uh, a loop and synthesizer and various instrument-based musician who put out a new record to help support the good folks at Dandelion Records. There's a big fire here in Vancouver, uh, burned down Frenchie's Poutine, which is holds a place very close to my heart. I don't know where I'm going to get my poutine now, but also resulted in a whole bunch of smoke damage and water damage to Dandelion Records on Main Street. So there are relief efforts to try to make a difference to get Dandelion Records back up on their feet. There's a GoFundMe and all of that. The album is called Dispersal. It's on Bandcamp for $5 or more, and all proceeds are going towards helping Dandelion Records. So it's a good cause if you like local music and the businesses that support it. Anyway, enjoy. This is from that record, Dispersal. Your brain is on.
Brain is On by Formula V. From the record dispersal, proceeds from that going to help Dandelion Records deal with the aftermath of the fire at Frenchies. Uh, all right, Frenchies, hope you can come back from that. Uh, this is it for the Vancouver Mixtape. I'm Jesse. Jamie was here earlier in the show. Thank you very much to Robert Lucid for coming by and talking about his music. His new song, Ooey, is out now on all the platforms. You heard it here on the show. Go give it another spin. It's great. And keep your ear peeled for more from him and more from us. You can find us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and, of course, cjsf.ca. We'll be back next week for our Fun Drive show. That's right. Fun Drive is coming. Hope you can support CJSF and the Vancouver Mixtape with a generous donation. You can go now to cjsf.ca slash donate if you want, or uh, get at us on socials at Van Mixtape if you want to make a pledge to donate. See you next week.